Oprah, Can You Hear Me? A Conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbaro is a production of EI Publishing in association with EI Alliance. Copyright 2018. Music is courtesy of new threads from their self-titled album. Don't you feel like everything's gonna change, dear? Welcome to part two in the series of Oprah versus Donald's 2020. I'm Julie Benetti. I'm here with Susan Barbaro. And this comes under our series of Oprah, Can You Hear Me? <laughs> podcasts. There were a couple of others before that that were just for fun. And now we're getting into the nitty gritty. If you joined us in part one, we looked at principles one through four. And what are we talking about? We're talking about our Donald J. Trump. Do you stand with him? Who does he stand with? The science and energy behind Trump. And why are we talking about this? Because we looked at energy principles and we looked at possibly what Donald Trump is doing because Donald Trump is now president of the United States. And this was way before that occurred. And what we're doing now is looking at these principles and saying, Oprah, can you hear me? Can you hear what we're talking about? What do you think? And we're trying to throw it out to you too to have some active and lively conversation. And some intelligent conversation. Mm-hmm. We said in the earlier podcast that there's so much garbage that was said during the election about Trump and why are people listening to him and how is he doing that? He can't do that. He can't get away with that. And everyone just whined and cried and they called names and mm-hmm. no one actually sat back and looked at it and said, well, let's figure out what he's really doing. And that's really what we did. We sat back and we are unbiased I think some of the things that Trump did was brilliant. And some of the stuff was like, what an ass. I, I, I mean, I don't have a particular viewpoint about him, but I think he's an amazing example of these 12 principles. So we're going to start with the fifth principle. I need to stop running from life. I know I need to stop running away as I grow. Right. And the fifth principle is Schrodinger's cat. And that one basically involves and surrounds around quantum theory and yada, yada, yada. Yet the basic tenet of it is an outcome is reached once something is observed. And the fascination with this, it, with Schrodinger's cat, and you can look that up yourself or you studied it in science. When something comes into your sphere and you observe it, then we say, okay, it exists. It exists in our sphere. So there's something very interesting to the energy of that, and especially with Donald Trump. I think one of the examples we relate in the book is, I don't know if you were going to go into that, is talking about how we used to take pictures with cameras. And then we started, you know, there was a camera in your cell phone and you took, wow, who would have thought that would occur? And then you took pictures with your cell phone, and now, you know, sometimes you use cameras, sometimes you don't, and the cell phone so is kind talking, of your go-to. So you're given an example. This is separate right. from Trump, but right. you're just given an example right. of how it works. Until you had a phone that could take a picture, you were fine. But the minute mm-hmm. it came into your sphere that you have a camera, and I could take a picture, and I could take a video, well, then you had to have it. And then right. it just became a part of your world. So you're explaining the right. the, the Schrodinger's cat principle. Right, by yeah. explaining that part of the world. And I think the most important part of that example is because we see it and it exists, it now becomes a part of our world. And Mr. Trump daily, President Trump, presents observations that we don't readily see. And in presenting those observations, they become part of our world. And so, first of all, we're in Boston. We live outside of Boston. And the one thing that the two of us looked at each other and we were amazed with, 
Yeah, back in the time, it was like, can he be president? Oh my God, he'll never be president. What will happen? What you know, and all the controversy that was coming, and everyone's opinion, and everything like that. And funny enough, the Boston Globe published a satirical front page dated April 9th, 2017. And I guess their attempt was to poison the Trump presidential campaign. But in actuality, they fulfilled Schrodinger's cat. They cap. put the entire front page was supposed to be a farce. I don't know how many articles, 10 or, you know, what a five, you know, however many articles fit on the front page. President Trump, blah, blah, blah. President Trump, blah, blah, blah. And it was supposed to be a farce. And lo and behold... As we said here, one may ask, based on Schrodinger's theory, since we all observed this title and that page, at this point we wrote, does that now predict the outcome? Well, hindsight being 2020 will tell us, did it? Well, he is president, and I'm sure that certainly helped. Trump's in the news. He's in the news. He's always in the news. Every time you turn around, it's something. But, you know, nobody talks about the real stuff. Well, somebody does. That's right. Check out our podcast, Oprah versus Donald. You can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. Julie, you don't do trivia like everybody else. I started with the Christmas trivia book because I found all this really interesting Christmas content. And so I started making really fun questions. Stuff that nobody else has asked. But you didn't stop there. Nope. I'm working on Halloween, Samhain, and trivia on magic in Salem. And love trivia that's going to be a bit X-rated. You have another one. Yes. We worked on it together. The Kabbalion trivia. It's an e-book. It's on Amazon. And we might end up thinking about the Kabbalion in ways that you would never have imagined. I need to stop running from life I know. The sixth principle is quantum physicists note that atoms are made up mostly of empty space, which contain enormous amounts of energy. And so this principle is interesting to kind of wrap your brain around, because if you kind of think of like a speech bubble or a word bubble, you can think of thoughts as being like an energy bubble. And when people enter into the same process, the bubble gets bigger and bigger and takes on a life of its own. And so people interact with it, people are attracted by it, and it becomes like a phenomena. And what happens to that is that the attraction fuels itself and also the thought expands. And and this is why we're connecting it to this empty space that has an enormous amount of energy. And how we connect it to Donald Trump is that when he's doing something, he's kind of in this vastness of space and his momentum is fueled by uncertainty, yet somehow it almost vacuum sucks everyone into it. So to add to what you're saying, we're all made up of atoms. Everything Mm -hmm. is made up of atoms. And what they're saying is the majority of what an atom is made up of is energy. I mean, so that only fuels what, I'm using the word fuels, what we're saying about being energy. And so you could say, okay, so if you understand the principle, and I I can't even sit here and completely say I completely get it, Mm. yet... And I think, okay, so it's it's an emptiness. So what you're going to do is what's going to happen with the atoms? The atoms are going to go somewhere, right? And they're fueled. And what we're saying is when Trump goes out, he completely brings to the forefront the idea of uncertainty. 
And uncertainty can be, is what most people fear, yet he thrives in uncertainty right. because he knows that's where he could bring in his power, uh, positive thinking. He could bring in Schrodinger's cat. He could bring all of that in because he's very adept at bringing those concepts into uncertainty where most other people want certainty. They want something that's concrete and solid. So when he can walk and create uncertainty and everyone's like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Yet he's very suave and he can move in that uncertainty we all gravitate towards it and what we said in the book is when people are on the news or in the media and they're saying all these things about oh my god he's going to do this and he's going to do that what they don't realize is they're adding to exactly right. what he wants so right. by them saying that everyone goes even further in, into uncertainty and you look and you say here's somebody who's certain that's also science too in medicine they say when you know when you're in uncertainty when you're in fear when you're in oh my god what do i do you always look who's the right. expert right. who's the one that is confident in where they are and he creates it so when the media blitz goes on about uncertainty we all and i'm using the word we is a generic because it's not me and it's not a lot of other people but the people that get into fear go right to them it's a vacuum it just right. sucks them okay. in and people, like I said, the people that add to, he's crazy. What is he doing? He can't, it only fuels his fire. And him being in that huge vastness of unknown, of uncertainty mm. that, you know, you, you see him in there and you see him thriving and surviving and even more than that, focused and moving in a momentum. It does. It just takes you along with it. And you can be unaware of that because the comfortableness is there mm -hmm. and you're just unaware. It's... Yeah, and it's exactly what's going on. And he actually thrives in that. People talk about master negotiator and everything else, but he is able to go out and create chaos and make everyone be like, oh my God, oh my God. And then he walks in, don't worry. I got this under control. I always say, it's like daddy's home. Daddy's here. I can take care of it. And everyone goes, oh, thank God. Right. And you don't know how that's going to happen or what's going to happen. And, but you just and it the doesn't illusion even happen. Of it. Right. The illusion he of doesn't it. Even, oh, thank yeah. God. And, you know, so now I'd like to go into the past shows of Oprah or mm. the past, you know, her Super Soul Sundays or, or any of her programs or anything or her interviews or what she does and what she doesn't do. And she has an allurement. That's true. Yet, is it in the same parallel as what Donald Trump has? Is it a complete allurement with uncertainty? Or is it, you know, is it scheduled? Well, you know what, actually, can we just jump into number nine? Because you just perfectly described number nine. I'm going to, I'd like to just go in the other way by saying that Oprah, at least from what I've seen, Oprah aligns with people because she's been a victim. And she aligns with people, and I think people align with her because she's one of us. She's a victim like we are. Look what she's done. She's a talk show. She's powerful. She's rich. And then if I'm a victim, I can look at her and find the inspiration. Therefore, I want to be, I want to champion her. There's a danger. In Donald Trump is not like any of us, and he's <laughs> clear about that. Mm. He does not say, I'm like, he's like, yeah, I, I care about you. I'm going to take care of this. He never aligns with people. Mm. Even though he says things, he knows it's all, it's TV for him. And so one may ask if that's the case. So I'm going to talk, like I said, about number nine right now. I need to stop running from life, I know. I need to stop running away as I grow. Albert Einstein believed that 
quote, we can't solve a problem while we're in the same level of thinking that created it, end quote. And what I just said about Oprah, and I think you're going to elaborate a little bit on when you said it's a dangerous place, but Oprah is with these people is I've been there. I know where you are. I'm there. And people look at her. And so basically she's in the same level of the problem of the creation of the problem. So if you stay in that same level, can you really solve it? Donald Trump says, Hey, I'm there with you, but he's not really there. So now you're, you're hitting on the alignment of truth and you're hitting on the alignment of, you know, where they're existing from. And we can't say because we don't know them. No. Yet when you look at the energy and we're looking backwards, we're moving backwards, looking at the energy, that's a really great point to go to number nine and talk about that. And it's funny because this one was actually one that Donald Trump had in one of his speeches. He and had you wanted to talk about quote, building, which you, was wild. And you're talking about a builder of buildings. And that's what you said you were going to talk about. And so he had this in his speech to refer to. And when to go back to the reason why I said it's dangerous is because she's now created a bag that she's carrying. She has some baggage that she's carrying based in this. And so it's really hard for somebody to see you a different way. So we see what occurs real time with Donald Trump and what he says and what his tweets are and President Trump did this. And then, and then we hear the analysis by reporters and who knows where that's coming from because, again, they're getting a paycheck right. from all that. So, he's yeah, he's created lots of jobs. Hello. Yes. So the funny thing about this is, She's, and it's not funny, it's hard because she's in that dangerous place where is she defined by all these people? So how do you move from the level of victim? How do you move from well, that dangerous position I think it's, where you can, because you don't, you don't want to be a fixer, but you want to stay so high above that you're not in the area where the problem was created. You have to move high above. And, you know, Albert Einstein was brilliant. Right. And I do believe that Trump has had his own issues you know, he's gone through divorce, he's he's built a building, and he's, and when you say that, I mean, I think of Oprah, I think it's very possible for her to do it. The question becomes, she's got to be her, but she's got to be her in a strong, strong position. And I guess we'll see. So, you know, that's funny because she has to be her, yet how can she be her when Oprah is already a concept? She's a known concept. Donald Trump isn't really, he's just completely surrounded mm -hmm. himself as an unknown. And the funny part is that was confirmed by all the news people. We don't know what he's doing. We don't. So he had help doing that. Mm. But everybody wants to say they know Oprah. You go, you know, you see this, you go on LinkedIn and people have pictures of themselves with Oprah. <laughs> so I, I know Oprah. You know, people say, I know Oprah. We don't know Oprah. Yet, so how can she redefine, undefine? How can she become an unknown rather than the concept of what she was? So it's almost like it's easier to create from scratch versus fixing what's what's existing. And, you know, the exactly, and exactly. And how many people kind of do that? They, there are I mean, some people, people do that it. walk out of people their lives do it. People and, and walk, start fresh. Yeah, but people can go in and create. It's all in her own perspective as to how she approaches it. And funny, the one other thing we say in this number nine is we skipped head a little bit. 
Mr. Trump appears to accomplish things that others cannot mm. and convinces the people that that is what he does. Yeah. And we could go a step further and say, and everybody around convinces us that as well. Mm. And that's how it's reported upon. And so, and the reason why I brought that up is because that's hard to define or delineate. Who is he? He's right. still an unknown. He's always an unknown. But if people are on, you know, eBay buying Oprah's shoes so they can put them on the closet and put them on because it makes them feel better, it makes them feel comfortable, like they're close to Oprah. And that's a really beautiful story, yet that's hard to undefine yourself as that. And that's a huge, dangerous task. And is that what she wants to do? I don't know. This is Susan. I'm here with Julie and my daughter, Danielle. She's excited to be a part of these podcasts. It's been great hearing you guys, <laughs> wanting to be here with you, and now being able to be in the same room. And is that what you felt when you were listening to the podcast, that you were right oh, yeah. here with us? Every time you guys laughed, had jokes. And every time I stumbled. I felt like I was there watching. <laughs> and I have to admit it, she said the most enjoyable podcasts are when I went for Susan's jugular. So sometimes I'm like, this isn't fun <laughs> enough. Let me at her. And I'm still standing. Oh. Of course you are. All of the podcasts are getting even more energized. We're expanding our own minds and our own vision, and we're sharing it. If you are having fun listening to us, you can email us at energeticinvocations at gmail.com. If you want us to do a book reading, to come out and do a talk, we're in the Boston area. Unless you want to pay expenses, feel free to email us. We're here. It's a big reveal, folks. Susan does have a deck of tarot cards. Danny, oh! you have one. And I have one, too. And when you utilize tarot cards, you get yourself into the energy. And our writing is in that vibe as well. And, of course, our podcast. And we do not read tarot cards like everyone else does. Julie's been more formally trained, but we look at them and we do something completely different. And that is what we think everybody can do. Yet the formal training is really doing the work yourself. And that's where all of our stuff stems from is doing the work yourself and getting to that space where you can do it and there's podcasts that we have that are free there's a lot of ebooks that are almost free because we really believe that people are looking for this there's fiction and there's non-fiction we got it all I need to stop running from life I know I need to stop running away as I grow Number seven, Albert Einstein said that everything is energy, and if one matched the frequency of the reality one wanted, he could not help but get that reality because it was physics. So basically, Einstein was telling us that if we tuned into the frequency of what we desired, our environment would evolve as the right elements would fall into place. This is fascinating to align with Donald Trump because his focus has been the president. And he talks about the skills he talks about along with himself is, you know, running a business and being a builder and making America great again. And so, you know, has he turned America into a business? Remember us contemplating that? What better way to pull it in your frequency instead of lining? So it's again, it's like, you know, we talked about. Inertia, not only was his his momentum, but he pulled everyone else out of it. So what did he do in this situation? He didn't even match to the frequency of the president. He changed the presidential world to match his frequency. Right. So number one, it, it aligns with his, but then it pulls everybody else out because everyone else is a politician. He turned it, as we said, into a business. Right. So he accomplishes two things. 
it made it align with him. And then everyone else kind of fell out of alignment with it because it was for a political position. Right. And a good way to encapsulate that description is his skill set. He aligned mm-hmm. the position with his skill set mm. instead of going in there and saying, right. okay, this is what a president right. does, like presidents usually do. Right. This is what my position is. Instead, he aligned it with his yes. skill set. So, And that accomplished two things. It helped him be in the frequency. And by definition, it pulled everyone else out of it. Right. Which is fascinating. I never thought, every time right. we go through this now, it's yeah. like there's a flip side too. And the funny thing, too, is we've referenced Oprah in this book, which is kind of funny because we say that it was shown on TV. She interviewed him back in 1988, and he planted the seed. And he didn't just plant the seed for himself, but he planted the seed in the consciousness Mm. of the sphere of politics. And he did, back in 2000, continue to do some kind of investigative research or contacted people, because I did read the research on this, and asked, what do you think? When God mm. opinions and stuff like that, but he's still, of course, maintaining his own focus and momentum. But he did plant the seed. And he made a very strong point. And I think he talked about running before. Was it in 2000, I think it was? That he ran and then he pulled out. And it's almost like, you know, when you start something, you're like, yeah, 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 no, no, I'm not doing that. And then you sit there and you're like, all right, I'm doing it. And you kind of settle in for like the whole, mm. for the fight. You settle in. And he went and he did it differently. If for whatever the reason, we don't know. I don't know any backstory as to why this worked, whether he did research on the candidates, whatever it was, whether he got some backing, I don't know. But for whatever the reason, it's almost like he dug in like, all right, we're going to do this. And that's it. It was like before it was a trial run. Maybe you got information out of it. Again, I right. don't know. And the best part about it is the matching of the frequency to create the reality you wanted. And that's just what Einstein said. And I think our question is great in this part because we're not saying, was he destined to be president? We were saying, does he have the sustainability to find and maintain that frequency? Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is the coolest integral part about what Albert Einstein said. Because if you have the sustainability to maintain that frequency, wow, the kind of realities you can create. And that's perfect. My question for Oprah would be, how do you step into the arena now? It's like a new game. And it's like, how do you want to play? And is she powerful enough to make it her game? When I go in to do something, it's mine. If I'm serious about it, this is mine. Not taken from anyone, but it's got to be the way I can do it. And can she do that? And I think everything we've asked is completely possible. Mm -hmm. It's does she have, number one, the awareness? And then, again, your words, sustainability. Can she sustain it? Right. And the energy, but all aspects of these energy principles as well. And so this is the conclusion of part two. In part three, we're going to look at number eight, 10, 11, and 12. And that will be the final part. So thank you for joining us and join us for part three. It's going to get even more interesting.
Thank you for listening to this production from EI Publishing in association with EI Alliance. Visit eipublishing.com for more energized podcasts and books. Find Donald J. Trump. Do you stand with him? Who does he stand with? The science and energy behind Trump as a book or ebook on Amazon and Google Play. Find Growing Pains by New Threads on their self-titled album available on iTunes, Spotify, Bandcamp, or at newthreads.us. 